Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Learning Unlocked podcast, presented by Open Sesame. Taking a deep dive into the global world of learning and development with practical tips and tricks, along with insights from leading brands and the people that make them work. This is Learning Unlocked. Now, here's your host, Brian Berger. My guest is Paige Cracky. She is the Senior Manager of Curation for Open Sesame. She has over a half decade of experience creating training programs for enterprise-level organizations, including Honda North America, McDonald's, Quest Diagnostics, and Caterpillar. In her current role, Paige leads the development of Open Sesame's curation product and strategy. In 2020, Paige was recognized as one of learning's 30 under 30 for demonstrated leadership and innovation in the online learning space. Paige, thanks for joining us on the Learning Unlock podcast. How are you? Absolutely. Thank you, Brian. I am doing great this morning. How about yourself? I'm doing great too. So let's start off. We always do this on this podcast. How'd you get into this area of expertise? Oh, that is a great question. And the answer is kind of uh, just that I really fell into it. I didn't know... I didn't know much about what I didn't know. I was uh, looking out for technology, te- technology roles in Portland. I mean, Portland, Oregon is where I'm based. So there's lots of tech kind of startups. At this time when I started at Open Sesame, we were very much in that startup mode. I think I was employee 35 here, and we've since grown to, uh, oh my gosh, I don't even know, in the, somewhere in the 200s. But uh, I was I was looking for something in that realm and stumbled upon Open Sesame and just fell in love with the culture here and what we do to empower learners across the globe uh, to advance their purpose. So I think that, you know, ultimately the, the, the space kind of found me randomly and then I ended up loving it and growing into this position where I come to work every day so excited to get to, to do my job and support this mission. What's the role of content curation in learning today? Ooh, huge. Brian, let me tell you, I might be biased as the, the manager <laughs> of, our <laughs> of our curation team here, but it's huge. Um, and I, I'll tell you, I talk with so many learning professionals every day, really, in every industry, all sizes, all across the board. And it's a perpetual challenge, this concept of how do I find the right course for all, for my for the right learner at the right time on their device of choice how do i do that when i'm working with 
oftentimes really diverse populations in terms of location, language, uh, age. Age is a huge thing. Access to technology. How do I ensure that I'm providing my learners with access to the training that they need when they need it and that it works for for everyone across the board. That's nearly an impossible mission for many L&D professionals, um, but it's the aspirational goal that we're all working towards. And curation, I I feel, is the answer to that question. Um, and when done successfully, you can really achieve great things uh, with surprisingly, I won't say little effort. It's it ends up it's it's a project uh, curating a any any size training program. But when you when you get a team together, when you get your stakeholders together, when you evaluate the needs and when you uh, really understand what you're working with when it comes to your audience, um, you can do great things. So I do think that curation is at the heart of the start of any successful learning program. Again, uh, speaking as a, a professional in the curation space, <laughs> but but it's uh, it's it's massive. Just just can't can't say enough about how important it is to curate up front in order to ensure success down the line. Most employees have so many things on their plate. So how do you create tailored learning experiences to support employees without overwhelming them? Ooh, so this is another challenge that we often we often run into and what i what i see happening sometimes in the space when you are when you're working with you know kind of the classic scenario we've got busy employees we've got busy people everyone's jumping from meeting to meeting we got tasks on their plate what's the what's the incentive to go to a learning platform, whether it be an LMS or an LXP? What, like, why? <laughs> why would I do that? If I'm, if I'm super busy, I've got stuff to do. And that answering that why is probably the single hardest challenge when you're initially embarking upon building a learning mm. program. Some, some teams, I think, do this pretty... Or, or if you're established, and I think there's different levels of where, you know, people come to Open Sesame, um, you know, different levels of kind of, I guess, learning maturity, if you will. Um, but if you are at a kind of an early stage and you're initially building out your training program and you are essentially adopting a new technology or or your goal is to get your organization to adopt this new technology, whatever it may be, and drive them to this learning platform or learning ecosystem, that overcoming the barrier of that why, why would I do this, is just, I mean, it, it's a, it can be a near impossible task. So I think some things that we can do as learning professionals to tailor um, the learning experiences and make them uh, custom or make them feel custom at least, make them feel really personalized to each individual learner or each individual team uh, can kind of support in answering that why. So here's an example, I guess, being if I am a an aspiring leader at my organization, I want to understand what I need to do in order to take that next step into um, a new management role or into a team leader role. The, providing those resources in the same platform that that employee is going to access their 
foundational training, their onboarding, their compliance training, kind of putting that all in one easy to locate place is going to, and and telling them why, telling them, hey, this, this series of resources, this learning path is going to help propel you from point A to point B, that sort of activity can can kind of can start this snowball effect of people see the learning ecosystem, learning platform as their their answer to that why. <laughs> like or the, their answer to the the why why would I do this? Why would I learn? Why would I engage with the training that I have? I, I don't want to watch another uh, sexual harassment prevention course. So <laughs> there's there's the it becomes I want to further my career. I want to propel myself to the next level. I want to learn this skill. And this is the place I go to do that. So I, I think that that was kind of a wind roundabout <laughs> answer to that question. But it's really about finding the why and about figuring out how to answer that and making it compelling for those who you're trying to drive to your solution. More of Learning Unlocked is coming up after this. Diversity, equity, and inclusion continues to be a top priority for businesses everywhere. Open Sesame has created a survey that will give you insight into where your organization stands on diversity. Aside from being educational, this survey is a powerful tool to help you understand areas of improvement and spark conversations about strategies for creating a more inclusive and equitable workplace. After you take the short survey, you'll get access to Open Sesame's DEI Toolkit, an online hub where you can find additional resources. Visit OpenSesame.com today to start your survey. Back to Learning Unlocked. Here's Brian Berger. Since the pandemic set in, we are much more hybrid than we used to be. So how do you create equitable learning experiences when a lot of us are working remotely? Yes. Another huge point that, I mean, of course, over the past two years has come up more than ever before. We're in a really interesting part of history, honestly, with uh, with all of this all of the the social shifts that are happening, the global kind of locational shifts that are happening uh, with workforces, no matter no matter what the company size really. I mean, even even small tech companies are experiencing this shift of, oh my gosh, my employees can work from anywhere and they're taking advantage of that um, in many cases. So I think that from a really tactical standpoint, I'm here because I don't I want to make sure that you know, I, I <laughs> provide some some real concrete takeaway. I think that the most, the single most important thing when it comes to equity in learning, in the learning space, is accessibility. And by accessibility, I mean, if you, if you want your population, your learner population, to experience to, to learn, to grow, to develop in some way, that experience should be accessible and equally accessible for those who are able to come into the office, are able to be in present in an online space, and for those who are maybe, you know, only have a remote, a remote virtual version of that experience as an option. So a lot of this, I think, can be done relatively simply <laughs> just through optimizing your technology. 
And this is maybe seems a little bit basic or a little bit obvious, but I can't tell you, Brian, how many times I have encountered organizations who truly don't even know what their full technology suite looks like when it mm. comes to learning. There's wow. there's so many teams <laughs> where it's like, oh, L&D is using this system and wants you to log in here. And then this, you know, for your safety training, the, this team is going to be doing it through this portal or we're using this set of you know, uh, this uh, online competency framework over here. And just getting, just wrapping your arms around what that looks like is a great first step. And it's, again, how, how basic can you be? Understand your technology. I mean, I'm, I'm saying this as a person in, in the, a tech space. We don't even, we had Open Sesame at the beginning of the pandemic. We didn't even have a great grasp on all of the different technology, all of the different tools that were available and that different teams were using. And so just starting with that understanding um, and then, you know, making it clear. Sometimes you can't, you can't either afford or it's not the right time to just, you know, scrap everything and start afresh and put everything on one system as much as we would love to do that. But even just understanding and providing the resources to help your people understand what what technology is there and how to access it. Ideally, it can be through a single, you know, a single place, a single platform. Um, single sign-on is great or an intranet with, a, with links is great. But or an LXP can do this actually. Lots of LXPs are kind of serve as a centralized access point to different systems. But if you don't have that, you're not getting you're you're not going to attain an equitable solution when it comes to learning. You're you're just not. If you don't have consistency and common understanding across your technology, forget about it. So it's I, I think that's probably the most important thing. There's all sorts of I mean that you could. You could create, speaking of courses, you could create a 10-hour course on this. But I, I would say for me, that's that would be point number one. More of Learning Unlocked is coming up after this. Open Sesame helps companies develop the world's most productive and admired workforces. How? By having the most comprehensive catalog of e-learning courses from the world's top publishers. Publishers like TED and Harvard. And having courses that cover learning topics like diversity, equity, and inclusion, leadership development, safety and compliance, and wellness. Try a course for free today by visiting opensesame.com backslash course of the week. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Back to Learning Unlocked. Here's Brian Berger. How can organizations create and reinforce culture change through learning? Again, a lot of people are working remotely and it's harder and harder to create culture when people are working remotely. So how can organizations create and reinforce culture change through learning? For sure. And this is a great question. And it's something that 
I'll toot our own horn here. I think we do really well um, internally at Open Sesame. And and part of that comes with time. Part of it is just building. you, you, You aren't going to achieve a massive company culture shift overnight. Sorry to burst anyone's bubble out there if, if that was if that was in the plan. Yeah. But but you're but but what you can do is you can start to uh, infuse concepts, infuse common language within the training, within the learning system, and that really good that that really does wonders when it comes to cultural elements of your organization, your company values, your company mission and vision, your uh, kind of common goals and your your common language when it comes to, you know, starting and leading team meetings. I mean, things as small as that can go a long way when everyone is on the same page, because that's really what culture is, right? Is it's a common understanding of the way that, of, of your your company DNA. It's, how do I fit into this this massive quilt that is this organization? And what does it look like? So for for training itself, I think there's there's tons of value in off the shelf training content, um, absolutely. In, tra- in in the content that that like a lot of what Open Sesame offers, actually, it's uh, those courses that are pre built that are made made to order, ready to go, and to train you on a skill or to give you give you a piece of insight on some topic. But without some level of customization or framing, you're not going to get very far in terms of culture, culture building with just a course. It, without the framing, without some, you know, how so, uh, even as simple as an email or as simple as uh, the intro to that content that infuses some element of your common language of your company's kind of personality when you can infuse those two things when you infuse that existing content or that kind of the course piece of learning with that language then you start to see this shift in culture because everyone across the org is seeing the same things reading the same things hearing the same things and you start to kind of Okay, I'm getting it. I get that this is how we refer to ABC concept, or this is how we think about teamwork as an organization and collaboration and project management. Uh, all of these things work together and, and end up playing together really nicely when you have um, a, a, it doesn't need to be fully custom. Obviously, we don't need to like re, recreate um, the wheel here, but we, can add these elements that further the cultural uh, components that we're trying to get at within, you know, across the learning team. I think also one other one other note here, it can't just be the learning team. This is something I see happen all the time. Uh, the dreaded learning learning and development bubble or silo or whatever you want to call it, where the learning team thinks that we know what this culture, you know, what's our dream culture but if you don't do the hard work of gathering information across the organization from the top to the bottom and all sides, then you're this is likely to fall flat. So it's something that, um, again, I see happening all over with every organization, every size, 
um, L&D kind of coming up with this conclusion of what the ideal culture or what the ideal end goal or what the ideal training needs look like. And then turns out you go to, you know, the management team over here and it's, it's counter to what they had expected or what they needed. So definitely a proponent of gathering information, of doing your due diligence when it comes to uh, any large effort, whether it be culture building or whether it be, um, you know, planning around a learning program. It's always important to to get that input. And then that leads to buy-in and that leads to, you know, uh, engagement in the long run. Paige, let's end on this. Look into your crystal ball. What does learning look like over the next five years? What are some of the biggest challenges that you see that lie ahead? How are you trying to evolve? Ooh, okay. Let me get my crystal ball here. (laughs) Um, Ooh, I'm seeing seeing lots of evolving technologies. Virtual reality, this is something that we have talked about for ages and I think is finally actually at the cusp of being practical. So that's super exciting. Um, We're going to see just more and more of this emphasis on in in the flow of work. It's kind of a buzzword. I sort of hate using it because, you know, I I just see it all over the place on uh, on the on the Internet, on LinkedIn. But in the learning in the flow of work, learning being uh, not such a static separate thing where it's like, okay, I'm going to pause my work and then I'm going to start learning. Right. I'm, it's like, this is, this, that is something that I think L and D in general has a long way to go still. But in the next five years, I see that, that distinction of learning as, you know, a, a wholly separate thing. I see that lessening. I see it becoming more of a, Uh, a truly infused aspect of one's working life and something that maybe you don't even know you're doing. Like, I mean, right. You can go on, uh, on, on YouTube, go on Google. I mean, truly, if we're talking about places where people learn every day, look to the, look to the platforms where people are going on their own, where people are not at all forced where people have, you know, maybe something going on in the background, a podcast like this. I mean, really, it's that sort of training that I think, I mean, if we, let's put it this way, if we don't go that direction, then then we're falling behind. And then we're we're getting forgotten and getting, you know, we're, we're falling to the wayside as, as a, a feature of an organization. So I think, but I, I have faith. I think that we're going to, I think that we can get there. I think that learning can become a truly integrated piece of the organization and the organization strategy and something that people seek out without maybe even knowing that they're doing so. So I think that's my, that's my crystal ball. That's the extent of, uh, of what I'm seeing in there, but a technology and then truly integrated learning. Those, those would be my two things. I love it. Paige Cracky, Senior Manager of Curation for Open Sesame. Thanks so much for joining us on the Learning Unlocked podcast. Excellent. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Learning Unlocked, presented by Open Sesame. Download this and every episode on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Learning Unlocked is produced by Griggs Productions.